This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and of course, children of all ages, welcome to the program. Hip Hop Prof is the name, and of course, segmentation, targeting, positioning, and messaging is the game. Listeners, you are to be saluted on a daily obey a seize a baby, please. This is Sirius XM, channel 132, business radio powered by the Wharton School. My co-host Barbara Khan is not in tonight, so you're flying with your boy A.R., I'm your host, Professor Merrick Reed, and we air live every Wednesday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And of course, as always, we have a fantastic show. We have, wait for it, in the studio, ladies and germs, Sam Yagen. He is CEO of Shop Runner. Now, you may have heard of a few of the companies Sam's been an integral part of, founding OKCupid and SparkNotes, becoming the CEO of company you have heard of, Match.com, incubating Tinder, just to name a few of his accomplishments. We're excited to have him in the studio tonight to discuss his shift from online dating to e-commerce and the common themes in both. So with that, let's jump right in and bring in our first guest to the program in the studio, Sam Yegan. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me and getting me energized. <laughs> I love it. Man. I'm ready to go. I, I'm excited to have you here because you, you get to drop your wisdom for my 300,000 listeners out there. I need it all for myself, though. <laughs> That's just true, but you have to share it because it's awesome. And we are here, and marketing managers, we're here to like learn from the guru. We bring the gurus in. The gurus come in, and they speak directly to the people. Let's it's a beautiful it. thing. So I'm extremely excited here to have you here. I want to start by kind of giving my listeners a little, uh, just a tiny kind of preview of your backstory uh, to just tell a little bit about you know your journey. Because what I often try to do is have my listeners be inspired by the gurus, the guests that come on, just by giving a little bit of an understanding of the nuance of their trajectory, their kind of critical pathway to their own personal success, how they went from where they were to where they are now. So give us a little bit of that backstory. Cool. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, I started my first company uh, in college last century, 1999, um, <laughs> back when it was so much easier in some ways to start a company because um, there were obvious ideas that hadn't been done yet. Mm-hmm. Now you've got to think of something that mm-hmm. no one's thought of in mm-hmm. the last 25 years of the internet. Mm-hmm. In 1999, I was in college and a couple of buddies and I realized nobody had yet taken the simple idea of Cliff's Notes mm-hmm. and putting them online. Mm-hmm. Right? Those yellow and black books. Yes. Sure you're a professor, so you probably didn't use them. <laughs> I used them. I was a math major. Uh-huh. Uh, I needed all the help I could get. And we, we noticed, we said, hey, no one has taken this simple idea. So we started a little company called Spark Notes. Mm-hmm. Um, if any of the listeners have uh, have kids um, in high school or college, you can uh, you can you know be cool and uh, and ask your kids if they use SparkNotes. They're going to say yes, ninety five percent market share. And that uh, was in ninety nine. In ninety nine. Wow, just a very simple idea. Simple like idea. What what triggered the the this is this is something we can jump on. Did you see something out there in the environment? Was it just like an aha moment? What how did this work? Yeah, we uh, we we realized that you know a Cliff's Note um, is something that. You need uh, at the last minute when mm-hmm. the bookstores are closed mm-hmm. uh, something that you want to be able to search mm-hmm. uh, because oh, you're, you know you want to look for a theme or you know you don't want to always. It's already truncated, truncated, but you got to know exactly what you want, mm-hmm. um, and you want it to be available twenty four seven. You know, and, mm-hmm. and and of course, if you're in college, you know the five six bucks that a Cliff's Notes cost that you know that's you know that's a couple beverages that you might want to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so for all those reasons, uh, we thought, hey, and, oh, the other nice thing is that the the Spark Note. 
uh, on Romeo and Juliet or Hamlet or whatever doesn't change very often, mm. right? You don't have oh. to be, you don't have to, you know, it's not like right, comedy right. or something that, or the news where you've got to be fresh. Right. You just got to write one good note and oh, use it for forever. That's right. So it scales beautifully. It's, it's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Write once and, and publish uh, infinitely many times. And mm-hmm. so we started that company in 1999 and wow. uh, we got super lucky and sold the company six weeks before the crash. Timing, <laughs> luck is everything, um, <laughs> honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that company is now at Barnes & Noble. Uh, so if you walk into a Barnes & Noble store, you'll see them uh, in their glorious print editions, wow. uh, much to my chagrin, actually. But um, mm-hmm. sparknotes.com still uh, the leader in, in um, online study guides. And wow. Then, um, uh, the same group of guys we got together a couple years later and started. So tell me a little bit. Just, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. this, uh, Sam. Tell me a little about your team. How, how did your your entourage? How did it? Yeah, how well, did it form? Uh, it you know it's uh, it was two of my best friends from college. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were uh, uh, Max was my roommate. Chris lived across the hall. Um, and it's funny on paper we're all math majors, so you think, <laughs> well, you know, what do I want from that? However, we all specialize differently. Mm. Uh, Chris was 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 the creative. Max was the was the technologist, and I was the business person. Mm-hmm. And so even though you you look at it and you'd say you're three of the same people, you mm-hmm. couldn't be more similar. Uh-huh. Same major, same same school, mm-hmm. um, but yet we all approach the problems in in totally different ways. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think because we had a common background and a and a partnership and a friendship, we looked at problems the same way, but brought different expertise to bear on it. And so we were able mm-hmm. to sort of complement each other really well. Interesting. So you guys were all math majors at the same school. What school? Harvard. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. you know, that other school in yeah, Boston, pe- ladies pe- and germs. Yeah, you yeah, of the North, right? <laughs> Harvard is fantastic. Yeah, that fantastic. is awesome. So who's the best mathematician in your team? Uh, <laughs> oh, well, definitely Max. There's okay. no question. Interesting. No question. But it's interesting because that studying, I mean, people don't understand, studying math gives you a sense of like structure, patterns, all kinds of like... And creativity. And creativity, you know, which is not known, right? It's not known. Everyone yeah. just thinks you're memorizing, you know, multiplication tables or whatever, but mm-hmm. obviously at, at higher levels, you're you're really solving problems and bringing creativity to bear on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so after Spark Notes, then in 1999, congratulations on that huge success. Then, then what did the team uh, move well, on to? Well, then we said, you know, what, what problem in the world can, uh, can a few <laughs> math majors most solve? And of course, Dating uh, is the answer to that question. Um, so uh, we yes. we got the gang together. We we added a fourth math major, of course, uh, from the same school, uh-huh. uh, and we got together in 2003 and launched uh, a company called OKCupid. Okay oh wow! Um, which. You know our our view so there. there. I gotta stop you saying. Yeah. So you, I mean, you're, just, you're talking about. I, I love entrepreneurs because they they speak so matter of factly. It's like, yeah, you know, we just launched a company, and uh, and you know, we launched another company, and then we launched a company, and it's like, I mean, I'm just blown away by just like the the get up and do it kind of mentality. I mean, talk a little bit about that, just briefly. I'm like, I, think I mean, you just do it. I mean, you just pull the trigger. I think more than anything, it's um, it's the willingness to fail. Mm, you know, mm-hmm, it's. Mm-hmm. It's such a long shot. People thought we were, you know, people literally. I remember when we started Sparknotes. I remember one of my good friends who was uh, uh, lived in my in my same house at uh, at Harvard. Mm-hmm. She literally said, "You're crazy." She said, "Why don't you take the job?" You know, because I turned down a consulting job to, mm-hmm. to start this company. She's like, mm-hmm. "You're crazy. Why don't you just take the job?" Um, and when we started OK when we started OKCupid, I mean, you know, Match.com and eHarmony uh, were were the market leaders. They were spending all kinds of money on TV. They had brand awareness off the charts. Mm-hmm. You know, and what are what are these four math majors starting? You know. Uh, a math-based dating site. How, mm-hmm. how are you going to win? Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, we got um, uh, even our own friends told us you know, we were stupid. <laughs> uh-huh. you know, uh, investors didn't want to invest in us. Interesting, um, interesting. Because you know, what, we're going up against these two behemoths. Gotcha, uh, with gotcha. A, with a you know crazy idea that we're going to make online dating smarter and freer. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, that, and that, that word "free" probably free as a business model probably scared some people. It, it does. Like you know, it, it it did because on the one hand, uh, it makes it easier to acquire customers mm-hmm. uh, because you're not asking them to pay. On the other hand, how do you think about what your you know lifetime value of a customer is? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. which honestly, even at the time we started the company, we had no idea how our ultimate um, uh, monetization would unfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a decade or uh, a decade later. So, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's interesting about this, Sam, is so. I mean, so tell me a little about one of the things we talk about a lot in marketing is kind of like the differentiation idea, right? So you have the perceptual map, and okay, so eHarmony and matches out there. And then what were they doing that, what was their thing that you said, you know what, we can sort of position way, you said free and you said smarter, but like what were they doing that was kind of their thing that you said, we're going to position against that? Yeah, so so the big thing um, that both uh, eHarmony, eHarmony to this day and Match at that time were both really invested in the idea of having um, a psychologist mm. drive. So uh, Dr. Neil Clark Warren mm-hmm. to this day is on the eHarmony commercials. Uh, match was with Dr. Phil, mm. <laughs> um, you know, and, and and they were putting these experts, experts out there. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with experts, but you know, to us, we saw the internet and we said the internet allows you to do all these new things, mm-hmm. right? It allows you to 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 collect data differently, to use data differently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not designed to just take the expertise in one psychologist's brain and yeah. make it available gotcha. on the internet. That right. was too small yeah. of an idea. Uh-huh. Um, and so before big data was a phrase, before any of this stuff was out there, we said, why don't, you know, it's, w- w- what the other guys were saying was, we're going to figure out who your soulmate is. And what we were saying is, you know what you want. Mm. We're going to use, we're going to pull that information out of you mm. and we're going to do a bunch of math to figure out who in our pool is the most That's compatible. Interesting. Interesting. Think about what Google does, right? Google basically says, we're going to index... We're going to index all the, the all the pages mm-hmm. on the internet, and once you tell us a little bit about what you're looking for, we're going to find the ten pages out there that are the best for you on mm-hmm. that first page. Interesting. And we kind of said the same thing. We're gonna we're gonna index mm-hmm. all the people in our database, and mm-hmm. once we understand who you're looking for, who you are, and what you're looking for, mm-hmm. we're going to find the people that are the best. Interesting. Match for you. And how do how what, what continue without uh, obviously you know divulging the secret sauce? Probably wouldn't understand it anyway. Yeah. Uh, how how what how do you create that algorithm? How do you have enough data to be able to say you know that you can do that efficiently yeah, and effectively so it, it all came down to my my uh, co-founder chris who had a very simple observation but of course a, a very brilliant one which was um, people already know how to decide who they want to date for example if one of your buddies from college you know uh, called you up and said hey i've got a great person for you to go on a date with uh-huh. you're gonna you're not just gonna say yes you're gonna ask some questions you're <laughs> yes. gonna say hey uh, what you know do they have a do they like cats? Do they have a job? What's their religion? You're going to have your own filter. Mm-hmm. And so what we basically said was, let's create a platform where people can state their preferences, mm-hmm. right? They're a, sort of a Q&A model. Gotcha. Uh, and then we'll collect all that data, billions of data points. Yeah. And then we'll do a bunch of funky math to figure out based on all the data we know. But gotcha. the key insight was people know the questions they want. They don't need Dr. Phil to figure out what <laughs> right. questions are. Right. Is religion more important than cats? For most people, but not everybody. <laughs> right. Some people might say, I really care more about cats. That's right. That's and right. And we created a platform where people could surface those preferences. That's interesting. In a way yeah. that didn't rely on some central expert saying yes. religion That's is always brilliant. more important. That's brilliant because the expert's going to give you kind of this broad, holistic theory of relationships. That's right. And that's a very kind of uh, deductive exercise. You're saying, nope, what we're going to do is we're going to come inductively and we're going to build the model of you. That's right. And we're going to leverage the your your own sort of preference heterogeneity in your romantic dating partners. And we're going to like leverage that and then build it into our kind of algorithm and connection model. That's I- brilliant. And what was cool about it is because people saw the algorithm getting better the more information they fed it, 
they just kept feeding it more information. So they gotcha. kept answering more and more questions. And the cool thing was we let people submit their own questions. So if there's a question that you, you know, you've answered 40, 50 questions, you haven't seen the one you want because you care a lot about whether you're whether you use iPhone or uh, or Android, you <laughs> right. really care about that. What you can submit the question. Submit the oh, that's interesting. And so now, because if you care enough to submit it, probably other people care too. That's right. Right, and then the system would al- the, the algorithm would determine which questions were most important and, wow. and stuff like that. So that was it. We wanted to use data uh, to really give you better dates, and we wanted to make it free mm-hmm. because that would allow as many people in the pool as possible. And Got that it. was the key. Mm-hmm. Um, is that if we thought if we could get everybody in the pool, Got it. and we could use the algorithm to surface the best people, then we're going to end up being the best. I see. Site. So that's interesting that the free component then, Sam, was a way to get uh, that the challenge of how do I get people on the platform? That's right. Until- Anytime you're building a marketplace or a mm-hmm. network, you've mm-hmm. always got to worry about how do I get enough people on mm-hmm. both sides or all sides of the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you put a paywall in front of it, That's- you're just hindering your own exactly. your own model. Interesting. And so that was in 2003. So tell That's me right. the story. What happened with what's going on? You probably sold it. And, well, uh- unlike you know SparkNotes, which we literally sold in 11 months mm-hmm. uh, after we started the company, this one took us eight years. Okay. Um, and so we ended up selling the company to Match. Um, Wow. Uh, in uh, 2011. Interesting. And then, okay. um, you know, in terms of my personal journey, what was really interesting is I had been an entrepreneur my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, after we sold SparkNotes, I did my one year of duty at the Acquirer, and then I <laughs> got out of Dodge. Uh-huh. I figured I would do the same thing at Match. I figured uh-huh. I'll do my year and I'll get out of there. Uh-huh. And then I just got a tremendous break when they offered me the job of being the CEO of Match. Wow. So I, I went from running a 30-person organization to a 1,000-person organization wow. overnight. Uh-huh. Um, and so anyway, I ended up spending about three and a half years as a CEO of Match. We started Tinder uh, inside of Match. We took Match public um, in 2015. And wow. And that was the end of my dating journey. It was uh, <laughs> from 2003 to 2016. Mm-hmm. I'm still on the board at Match, but um, gotcha. in terms of being an operator, it was about 13 years. Wow. Amazing. Listeners, if you're just joining us, we're having a, a fantastic conversation with Sam Yegan, who is CEO of ShopRunner currently and former vice chairman of Match Group, uh, a position he assumed after serving as the company's chief executive officer and leading it through a period of explosive growth that culminated in its IPO. He has co-founded several companies. He just co- he just launches companies, ladies and gentlemen. He's just like, I'm gonna, here's a company. I'm going to start it. I'm, I'm in my bed like trying to figure out, you know, should I have tuna salad or like or avocado? He's launching companies. It's, anyway, it's fantastic we're having this conversation. Conversation, Sam. Uh, it's great to have you here. If you're interested in joining this conversation, listeners, you can call in at 1844 war 10 That's 1844-942-7866. So tell us now that your shop runner story. Tell us what the, the cool stuff that you're working on today, Sam. So ShopRunner was not a company I started. I joined the company was founded in 2011 when I was still messing around with the uh, so just I'm a gentleman. How do you not yet? get bored? How do you keep yourself from getting bored? Uh, for me, it's all about being in industries that are radically being disrupted. Got it. Okay. Okay. That, that's the challenge. That's the challenge. Okay. Every day is an adventure at work because I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would mm-hmm. I would have a hard time in an industry where you know it's uh, it's stable. You're the market leader. You're just kind of doing your thing. That wouldn't be that exciting to me. Gotcha. Um, what I got excited about with ShopRunner at the time was it was founded on a very simple principle. And again, this wasn't me. This was Michael Rubin, who is a, a local legend here in mm-hmm, uh, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he had the simple observation that uh, Amazon Prime was going to be a powerful force and that for uh, other retailers, we're going to need to have an antidote to that, an, uh, mm-hmm. uh, an answer to that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the founding of ShopRunner was a very simple premise, Amazon Prime for everyone else. <laughs> 
Um, and it seems, so, I mean, it's, this is like the brilliant ideas. Right? Occam's the, razor, man. It's just like this is the awesome. The simplest solution. The simplest. The simplest. Interesting. And so um, before me, the, the the CEO before me did a fabulous job, built uh, built a network, um, you know, millions of members, hundreds of retailers. And the idea was simple. Um our members would mm-hmm. be able to get free two-day shipping and okay. free returns mm-hmm. uh, at 140 retailers, and our and those retailers would be able to have a free two-day shipping program okay. uh, to rival Prime. So now, first of all, that's gutsy. Sam. It's gutsy. That, I mean, when you're taking on you know the the, the Bezos mafia, if you will. You said it. You, you, <laughs> you, you said right, it. Not hey, me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I meant that wonderful individual, right. Jeff that's Bezos. Right. He's fantastic and all of that. Uh, please don't send letters to me. Uh, but this is like gutsy because it's like th- these are like the big guns. I mean, these are like you know th- these companies that. And this is your point. It's like we're going to go do something. We're going to kind of slide in there, almost covert, almost like stealth. But we're going to do something that's like really simple and high value. And what I love about our model is we're not competing directly with Amazon. Mm-hmm. We are enabling the other retailers to have <laughs> a, an, yes. an alternative, an answer to yes. Amazon. I mean, the yes. scale. I mean, Amazon is getting bigger every day. The, mm-hmm. the, their advantage is widening mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you know, and, and now I've been the CEO for uh, for just over three years, and mm-hmm. I'm. What I am trying to build, what we are trying to build every day at ShopRunner is an alternative ecosystem. I think of it as the arms dealer to the rebel armies, right? <laughs> you've, got, you've got the superpower in Seattle, mm-hmm, right? And, mm-hmm. and they are getting bigger every day. And then you've got, you know, thousands of other brands and retailers that are saying, how do I, uh, how do I compete? Mm-hmm. And what we're saying is, let's, let's aggregate our scale. Let's mm-hmm. leverage all of the resources let's create an ecosystem where we can all collaborate and thrive mm-hmm. together um leveraging data leveraging technology um in order to do that and so that's what gets me excited i get to spend my days talking to ceos cmos of these other companies saying how can we as a technology provider and and a provider of millions of members who spend billions of dollars in our network mm-hmm. how can we help you solve your problems interesting and so is, is it is there is the approach the shop runner approach sam more uh, i'm going to say collective in terms of the retailers they work they is it almost sounds like you're saying this that there's more of a uh, a group effort, and it's 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 not as cutthroat as compared to Amazon Prime. That's right, and right. and I think to the consumer, the way I think about it is again uh, either Amazon Prime for everyone else, right? So we're not you keep your Prime membership, do your thing on Amazon, <laughs> but don't you wish it was that easy uh, uh, to shop when you're at Under Armour mm-hmm. or at Cole Haan or at Kate Spade or whatever mm-hmm. uh, you know Neiman Marcus, whatever your retailer of choice is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the idea is. Um, uh, when you get to one of our retailers in the network, you're you're one of our members. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to log in because we already know who you are. You've got our login credentials. You're logged into your ShopRunner account. Okay. You don't have to think about shipping. Mm-hmm. You're going to get free two-day shipping. Uh-huh. And then we've already got your credit card on file with us. Got it. And so you can just check out with one click. And so oh. if you think about what makes Amazon so special, yes. your, or, the app is on your phone probably. Yeah. You yeah. Don't, you're not logging in. You're just opening the app. You're not thinking about shipping because mm-hmm. you're getting your prime benefit. Mm-hmm. And your credit card's already on file. Yep. Right, and so that that is what makes Amazon so special. One mm-hmm. of the things that makes Amazon so special. So we're now allowing our our network retailers to offer that great benefit to our consumers. And what's great about um, uh, our our offering to our consumers is um, we have a partnership with American Express. And oh, nice. so mm-hmm. if you have an American Express card, uh-huh. you can get a free ShopRunner membership. You don't have to pay the seventy nine dollars oh. for ShopRunner or the one hundred and nineteen dollars for Prime or whatever it is. Got it. Uh, if you've got a qualifying Amex card. 
uh, you get our benefit for free. Oh, wow. Which I think is a great reason to have an Amex card. That's fantastic. So, so that immediately pulls in Amex card users as here's a big segment gets pulled in. We've got millions of, Amer- of American Express card holders uh, in our database. And again, um, that's just a great benefit for uh, for that member base. And so, uh, what? So as you de- as you as you develop a strategy to compete, and well, I mean to compete, but to go in parallel, enable, enable <laughs> success in the context of the in the context of this behemoth, uh, Amazon Prime. What? What? How have you thought through the strategies of of growth? Talk a little bit and how marketing has played into that in terms of getting the word out and like how have you what what have you done you and your colleagues at Shopman have done to like create the 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 right messaging the and, and getting the word out and like creating buzz around what you're doing yeah so so I'll um I'll start with a parallel from my online dating days and then and then something that that's been totally uh, totally new um in online back at OkCupid I think what really we got good at mm-hmm. maybe better than anyone else in the industry mm-hmm. was the ability to personalize mm. and i mean people talk about personalization all the time there is nowhere where personal personalization is more required and mandatory than in online dating mm. right i can't <laughs> I, I can't send the same five profiles to a million people <laughs> right. right i have right. to send a personalized email right. to every single person every day right or else the whole ecosystem breaks down That's so right. mm-hmm. um you know if you think about how hard it is to match two humans, mm-hmm. it's way easier to match a human with a shoe or a human mm-hmm. with a pair of shorts or, mm-hmm. or, or, so if you think of humans as skews, uh, which I, <laughs> which I kind of do, um, then I've been doing this all along. Got and it. So Got it. we get super personalized. If you're in, uh, if you're a shop owner member, as we learn more and more about you, we're going to keep sending you better and better, um, uh, recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that part of our marketing ecosystem or, or toolkit is the same from my old online Got dating it. days. Interesting. What's different mm-hmm. is um, our approach to uh, partnerships. Okay. So Talk we, about that. we didn't do any marketing uh, partnerships at, um, uh, at OkCupid, right? It was all just word of mouth. We had a blog. We did a bunch of other viral stuff, but nothing from a pure partnership perspective. Here, mm-hmm. um, you know, I already talked about our American Express partnership, mm-hmm. where we're an embedded benefit. Um, we have a we have a partnership with PayPal okay. uh, as well. So if you think about, we've um, we've been able to use partnerships with these financial institutions to be able to get new members and and spread the word through their relationships. So gotcha. mm-hmm. that has been totally different for me, and not something that I've um, that I've done in my uh, career prior to being here. Got it. Very, very cool stuff. So tell, we're running up a little bit on time here. Sure. Uh, Sam, tell me a little bit about what you're excited about for the future. Um, and just give give our listeners some advice around, like from a marketing perspective, what are some things that uh, they should be paying attention to out there, especially in your world, the digital world, the the, the e-commerce platform uh, platform world. Uh, give us your advice on that. First of all, so two-part question. One sure. is, what's new in your world coming up next five, ten years? Yeah. Uh, and also, like, give me, give me, give me some advice to make me smarter, please. No, I don't know about that. You're the <laughs> professor. Um, I think uh, what's getting really interesting in the e-commerce industry right now is uh, marketplace. And what I mean by that is, if you think about uh, Amazon, I think just announced that now over half of their sales aren't coming from Amazon itself; they're coming from other sellers mm-hmm. on the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and internationally in China, it's actually the the vast majority of it is marketplace. And mm-hmm. so, one of the chal- one of the very uh, hot button industry topics right now is what marketplaces are going to emerge 
in the U.S. Uh, for uh, brands and and uh, retailers to get access to more demand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think even as a consumer, I think you're going to start seeing some of your uh, department stores, some of your brands uh, starting to expand the assortment of things that they sell beyond just their own brand. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something to look for both as a consumer and someone who's in the um, in the retail industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think in terms of um, I don't know, not advice, but but uh, a, a trend that is just continuing to march on. Um, more and more people are having to have real answers to data and personalization. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think mm-hmm. boards are asking CEOs, what's your machine learning strategy? And, um, <laughs> and, I, and, and, and you don't want to have the answer of, well, what's that? <laughs> I, 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 I've, had, I've had public company CEOs say to me, I don't have one. Um, you know, and, and by the way, that's a nice area for shop owner to be able to help mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, how right. can we help our own retailers do that? But I think if you're... Um, I think if you're a marketer right now, the um, how can you get access to data that will allow you to personalize your relationship uh, at scale? And again, in some ways, nothing new. On the other hand, doing it in new ways doing it, is what's yeah. going to be important. So, you know, the way I think about it is uh, Match and eHarmony and everybody else in my old dating days, they were sending personalized emails. What we did at OkCupid was we collected a whole new set of data mm. on your on your preferences mm-hmm. that allowed us to change the game in how we could personalize those messages. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. everyone will tell you, oh yeah, we send personalized emails. Yeah. <laughs> Do you really? Dear Philadelphia resident. That's thank right. Thank you. <laughs> That's yeah, right. So, yeah. so Appreciate thinking that. about how can you get really, really, really. creative and insightful mm-hmm. um, uh, and how do you get access to different forms of data to make those messages more personalized? Very, very cool. You heard it here first, ladies and germs. Uh, data is the new oil, okay? Uh, Sam Yagen, thank you so much for coming on our show tonight. It was a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Listeners, if you want to learn more about Sam, go to shoprunner.com, S-H-O-P-R-U-N-N-E-R.com, or follow them on Twitter at shoprunner, one word. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Thank you.